Welcome to She's Up Next, a podcast focused on positive women's media representation and amplifying the voices of young female changemakers. We're here to have open conversations with teenage girls our age with accomplishments in activism, STEM, entrepreneurship, and more. Join us for this week's episode to catch up with what's new in our busy lives and fuel your motivation to achieve your own dreams through the inspiring stories of others like you. I'm your co-host, Jackie Acosta. And I'm Dory Miller. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I cannot believe it's been this long. I mean, technically we did record an episode a couple months ago, ended up not turning out the best, both quality wise and technical, technically, right. uh, but we are so happy to actually be recording an episode that will be released to you, our listeners. I know. I feel like our pa- the theme of our past couple of episodes is like, oh, it's been a while, time to catch you up, but yes, this definitely. time it's really been a while and there's been a lot of change <laughs> since the last time we've oh spoken gosh, with all so of you. Oh my gosh, so much change. But good change, good change. Yes, always, always. Time for us to get back into the swing of things. We might be a little rusty, but um, what I was going to say is I am currently in week 12 of either 14 or 15 weeks. Jackie, <laughs> you're, are you in your first or second quarter? First quarter, so we're still in the fall quarter. I just registered for classes for winter quarter, which was super oh my stressful. Um, but yeah, we're in week finishing off week eight of 10. So I've got two more weeks left in this quarter, one more week, and then week of finals, of course. But Mm -hmm. it's been crazy. Wow. So how does the quarter system work exactly? I'm still a little lost. So what is a winter quarter? So winter quarter- When does that start? Winter quarter doesn't, it's weird. It doesn't start until January 12th and it goes all the way through March. And then- we have a three-day spring break. Yay. Oh, my really, gosh. Yeah, it's like March 17th to the 21st. And then, like, the two weekend days, but I don't really count those. Yeah, no. Um, and then spring quarter will start right after that, and it goes all the way until June 16th, which is going to be an absolute joy. Um, But, yeah. Wait, so is it three quarters? Three quarters. Why they call them quarters? I guess because I guess you Wait, could take summer I- classes, and then it'd be I, – I don't know. I genuinely thought there was four quarters to the system, but I again, I guess summer counts. I guess you could count summer, that, but but yeah, wow, that's so interesting. So the academic year is only yeah three quarters. Fall, which is like beginning of school year, which starts uh end of September and goes all the way okay. to December, and then winter is like January to March, and then spring is end of March to, to June. Or I don't even wow. I think that's how it works. I don't know if those are all even. But yeah. yeah. As much as I'm jealous of the late start, I am not jealous of the June 16th end of the year. That's just yeah. so late. I'm already having a hard time wrapping my head around how early I get out. But mm-hmm. if I had to get out that late, I would not be thrilled. But it all works out because you get the longer summer. So that's the win yeah. I guess. And I mean, I won't really feel it because uh, <laughs> our season kind of ends the same time like we get out of school, which will be nice because uh, normally okay. like in high school, our season would go beyond yeah. the end of school. So we'd still have to come to school for practice, even though we, we weren't taking any classes. But now like yeah. school and track will end around the same time, which will be kind of nice. Okay. That's really nice. Yeah. So how have you felt about the quarter system? What is what has your experience been? Positive, negative? Right now, I've got some mixed feelings about it. I mean, it definitely took a while to get used to because everything is very, very fast paced. When they tell you the quarter goes by quickly, it certainly does. I mean, I feel like I got lucky this quarter because I didn't have any midterms in any of my classes, but I had a bunch of friends who are like biosign majors and they had midterms week three. I was like, how do you have a test already? STEM majors are living a completely different life exactly, than the right? rest of us. And I'm so grateful to not be one. Me too. <laughs> I mean, yes. I've, that's the main thing I've learned so far. Yeah. I mean, yes, I am writing a paper almost every week or every other week, if not every yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I've definitely gotten used to that part, but um, it took some getting used to. But I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm lucky that I don't have to take a midterm like every three weeks. Why it's called yeah. a midterm, but then they have two midterms and a final. I don't know. 
but yeah see we si confused us when people were people some of my friends who are stem majors two Mm -hmm. of my closest friends are integrative bio bio majors Mm -hmm. and one of them would be like oh yeah I have a midterm this week in this class and then I swear like not even a week later she's like I have a midterm in this class I'm like sorry you you already had a midterm in that (laughs) like what are you talking about you must be confused but no they're literally so back to back and I've had that with a few of my classes but it's because there's not really tests outside of that midterms Mm -hmm. are pretty much the cumulative tests that we're used to true so it is definitely different in that regard but Mm -hmm. I don't love it. <laughs> it's it's a lot just to have such a big portion of your grade so soon in the semester and then so soon after that right. initial midterm. But I feel like I'm already starting to get more used to that and knowing that that's how this whole system works. So. Would you say that your semester system is different than high school? Like, does it feel the same length or? It does. Honestly, I feel like I've been in these classes for so long uh-huh. at this point but I also know I felt that same way in high school so generally I do feel like it's the same um and I I've really loved my classes I got pretty lucky probably Mm -hmm. the they definitely have their quirks um (laughs) one of them is an environmental earth science class where we literally learn about soil that is that is the theme of the class soil obviously Actually, I have a teammate. I forget what her her major is, but she's taking a lab and it's all about soil. And she had to go on a like a field trip where they took samples of soil on their hike. Yeah. See, if all of us knew that's what we were getting into, totally different story. But I'm convinced <laughs> that it's an environmental earth science class. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're learning about the earth and the right. environment, but no one knew it was literally just going to be about soil. I think everyone was caught a little off guard. And as I was saying, I'm convinced it's because my teacher loves dirt sorry no no, no. soil do not soil. call it dirt. that oh, is they're not the same yeah 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 oh yeah not to be confused with the other uh, so that's, that's been interesting part of our last midterm was to literally feel soil and determine what kind it was but it was Ooh. a trick question because it wasn't actually soil it was compost so Ooh. everyone got it wrong also the midterm was not curved so anyway that was like the whole midterm like you not the whole midterm there was other parts okay but I did really well on the rest of it except for that and then (laughs) another part where you had to figure out the origin of the soil based on literally just a pattern Uh, it's it I'm forgetting the technical name but it's letters it's like it was like a e e c something and you're supposed to somehow figure out the origin from that so I don't think anyone got it. it ended up being like an acidic forest vegetation how I would have come up with that beats me but Mm. anyways I'm gonna get too frustrated if I keep talking about that That anyways it is generally interesting interesting. yeah (laughs) it's interesting but it's really frustrating because there's no way it's my lowest grade and I Mm -hmm. it's it's not that low but by my standards it's low and it's frustrating that my inability to know that compost was not a soil yeah oh, okay I have to change the subject that's Sorry, fine. well I mean is it a GE um I thought it was going to be applicable for the double major I'm hoping to do but it's not so yes it's a is we it call it bre- a breadth requirement so this yeah. will satisfy my um physical science breadth so at least oh, it's nice. going towards somewhere and I could have because I'm just doing it for um that requirement I could have done pass no pass and that's what literally all of my friends have had to do because they were not getting yeah anywhere close to an A and so I really regret not doing that because there's that is really also no something purpose. I like don't quite understand like fully understand yet is that whole pass no either. pass thing like what are the advantages versus disadvantages because while it was I don't- I don't know because I, I was signing up for disadvantages. I hope not because I was looking. I was hoping, or not hoping. I was looking at courses that I'm taking next quarter, and I was trying to decide if I wanted to go no pass, no pass for some of them. Mm-hmm. But I ended up just leaving it. I mean, I might change it come yeah. January because that's an option. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's something new that we didn't have in high school. Obviously. Yeah. Exactly. I know. It's it's weird to even have the option. I I feel like at this point I'm a little nervous too, just because I'm not used to it, and I feel mm-hmm. like I don't want that to allow me to slack off in the class since I only need a passing grade. But 
that's a whole other discussion um okay should we dive into the big issue at hand with our current campuses yeah so So, Dory and I were like yeah thinking we would talk about what's going on so both of us go to UC campuses which is the Mm -hmm. public institution in California um and currently there is a um I don't know how would you describe it so currently at both our campuses there are GSIs or some sometimes known as TAs tutors postdoctorates researchers all of the above going Mm -hmm. on strike um because a lot of them especially those it's Obviously, this is happening at all of the UC campuses, but Mm -hmm. I know Berkeley and Irvine are pretty expensive areas to live. So the majority of these workers are what's described as severely rent burden. The baseline pay for graduate students is 24K per year. And so pretty much 50, 60 percent of these wages are put into um, these researchers and workers monthly rent check, which is just absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously this isn't even going to allow for high quality living conditions. I know in some of the resources we pulled from people endure abusive landlords, live in multi bedrooms, have to cut down on vital food and medical expenses, um, all in order to continue working for the UC system. So what they're doing by striking obviously they're using different slogans and i don't know they've i don't know how it is on your campus but they've created picket lines across campus so there's kind of a stigma right now of you shouldn't cross the picket line out of respect for i guess stigma is probably not the right word but there definitely has been some issues that my friends have brought up of being yelled at for going to their lectures um by the protesters which I feel like is an interesting conversation in and of itself um because obviously there are still teachers who are holding lectures but the idea of this is that all of these GSIs who I know for a lot of so I'm in a program that's off campus so I still have GSIs but I'm a little bit less affected because my teachers don't rely on them as much but on main campus most people's discussions and labs are held by GSIs and all of their work is graded by GSIs so the fact that they are now striking instead of attending class most people receive something beforehand saying they were not holding lecture or not lectures discussions labs this week things would not be graded so people knew like obviously not to show up so they're trying to show the UC system that they are a valuable part of the community and not having them will be detrimental to the function of the UCs as a whole which honestly I have seen come into fruition today over these past few days today and the past couple days I know even though my classes are off campus a lot of my teachers have um, decided to cancel class to be in solidarity with the protesters um my philosophy class I showed up for discussion at 9 a.m on Monday and my teacher kind of sat there and ended up having a pretty good discussion about it and he explained that he would not be holding lectures this week instead he would go to our classroom at at 11 a.m who showed up wanting to join him and then we would all walk over and join in to one of the picket lines so I did that on Monday and it was really interesting we were able to get signs and just kind of observe obviously we don't have as much at stake in the Mm -hmm. matter but we wanted to be there supporting um our gsis supporting everyone who is impacted by this like incredibly inequitable institution um but yeah that's that's been my experience with and kind of just general observation obviously i'm still learning as the week goes on there's a lot that's going to come with this I know they're describing it as indefinite until an agreement is made and that agreement I believe they're hoping is not a compromise so we'll see what happens over the next couple weeks I don't really see this getting resolved anytime soon yeah I mean I think I definitely fall on the opposite side of the spectrum that you do I mean I'm glad to hear that you Mm -hmm. still have classes and that most of your courses are taught by professors so yeah the situation I've found myself in is that since I'm taking a bunch of like GEs or general education courses um, that have a lot of course offerings they are mostly taught by TAs and grad students so wow two well one out of my 
three cl- classes that I'm taking this quarter has been uh, postponed indefinitely. That's my writing course. So wow. um, every student is required to take lower and upper division writing and lower division writing is consistent mm-hmm. of writing 50 and writing 60. And since all students have to take it, um, there aren't enough professors. So most um, professors write the curriculum and the course is taught by an instructor or a TA. Um, my course is taught by a TA and she told us at the end of last week um, mm-hmm. to prepare to not have class because the strike was starting on Monday. Um, yeah. And this kind of affects us because the quarter is quickly coming to an end um, and we were supposed to have a final project due week 10 that is worth, I think, around 35% of our grade. And we had just started wow. working on it last week, um, like the different steps um, to get prepared to actually start the project. But now the project has been postponed because she hasn't been able to hold lecture um, and answer any questions. So all of us are kind of unsure whether or not we keep working on it. Um, if yeah. we, I mean, even if I wanted to, I'm not really sure what I would do because I don't really have guidelines um, to kind of finish the project. We were just kind of given the basic introduction and outline to what components were needed uh, needed to be included, but mm-hmm. really nothing on what should be inc- like the actual components of the project and like the material we need to integrate into um, our essays and things like that. So yeah, that's been the like that's the main effect that I've felt um discussion that's a pretty big effect it's pretty big yeah yeah taking that I'm only taking 12 credits this quarter yeah taking out that whole course has that's I don't know crazy. and then my discussion for one of my political science classes got canceled um but the professor is still holding lectures so that's like the only in-person okay, class I go to um yeah <laughs> and he explained on Tuesday that while he stands in solidarity and supports everything mm-hmm. um, they're striking for, like he is obligated by contract to hold lecture. Yeah. So obviously we had lecture um, Tuesday and we'll have it tomorrow. But I think it was an interesting point that you brought up that students are being harassed for going to yeah. lecture. That is not I, something I heard of before. Yeah. I, I don't obviously this hasn't happened to me directly, right. but I had two friends who were going to their math lecture on Monday. And I feel like there was definitely more people going to classes on Monday, at least mm-hmm. lectures, and people yelled at them not to go to class. And that's nothing mm-hmm. that's was probably one or two individuals that just right. not say anything about the movement as a whole. No. But I definitely think it is interesting because there are especially freshmen who mm-hmm. really want to get ahead on their work like right now and a lot of these classes are important for prerequisites for majors and everything so well and I know there's still midterms this week so actually those two friends who were going to math like they knew they Mm -hmm. had to go because they have a midterm this week yeah so um but I know a lot of so we, we have the same issue of you have to hold lectures mm-hmm. by contract. So a lot of people have moved to Zoom and that's been a big right. ask of the movement is to move over to Zoom. But it's just, it's so tough because everyone's so sick of Zoom and it's definitely a much different platform than holding classes in person. And it's great to do so, but just looking at it from that perspective of everyone's so happy to be back in person and now we're kind of back to square one. Is definitely kind of an interesting way to look at everything. And I, one thing I've been repeating over the past week or so is just how obviously this doesn't feel normal, but because mm-hmm. of COVID, it doesn't feel as crazy as I believe it would have prior to COVID. Right. Because we are so used to things disrupting the norm, having to hold classes online, having to cancel classes, having right. everything be so unpredictable is kind of, again, a norm for us so I definitely feel like this has made this feel a little bit less crazy I think two years ago I would have been like whoa like my classes are getting canceled and now we're all like oh no class this week okay like we made it this far in the semester that's good like we're (laughs) for me we're like week 12 of 14 or 15 whatever it is so 
I don't know. We made it far enough. And my, a joke my philosophy teacher made was that at least we did not end up with a new pandemic. Honestly, a social movement is much better because that can be more easily resolved. And hopefully it does. It does become resolved in the way it should. So, right. We've been receiving yeah. email updates from our, our associate chancellor, I believe, mm-hmm. that um, like discussions are have been underway i'm not really sure where they stand um i hope i hope that everyone receives i I mean like you said i hope a compromise isn't met and that majority of their demands are met because they do deserve um what they're asking for because they do devote Mm -hmm. a lot of time um to the university and to us as students that they should be adequately compensated yeah yeah, I know. Looking back at the notes we had up for this, mm-hmm. they're so they're asking for fifty four k, which is apparently technically still under the mean salary. So, I feel like by that standard, it's not asking for too much. And I guess this has been calculated based on what other universities pay their GSIs, TAs, researchers, whatever, um, and what would constitute as the bare minimum wage in the respected area of the university. So I can only imagine what that should be in Berkeley and Irvine. I don't know if that particular statement is based on one school in particular, like where the 54K comes from, because I'm sure that'll mm-hmm. be different um, right. for each UC. Across the but board. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I also, I'm curious, since it says it's based on what other universities pay, I'm wondering if that's private or public. I would assume it's other public universities because obviously right. a private university is going to pay. They have a, a much a, different, yeah. yeah, a different pool they're pulling from. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we thought that was an important thing to talk about since we both Completely. obviously go to a UC. Yeah. Um, but switching course a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about some joyful moments we've experienced. And I know normally we do like yeah. joyful moment from the past week. Um, yeah. But for this episode, we decided since we haven't talked to you all in quite a while that we would do like highlights or top three highlights from my the past, past quarter slash semester for Dory. Yes. Um, and yeah. Dory, do you want to start us off? Sure. So it's so funny because I keep fearing that I'm going to repeat myself since I'm thinking back to the episode that we've never right. released. But so one of probably the most significant things that have happened to me that has happened to me over the past semester was joining a sorority. Um, I think last time we tried to record, I had only been in it for a month or two. And now mm-hmm. it's going on, I guess, I guess like a little over two months. And it has just been such a positive experience. I so I'm in Pi Fi, Pi Beta Phi. I'm literally wearing I I wear Pi Fi stuff so often because my we do this whole big little thing and big little reveal week. I got a bunch of gifts. It's also my birthday week. Anyways, I got absolutely spoiled with old Pi Fi merch. I'm literally wearing a Pi Fi shirt and a Pi Fi sweatshirt. And earlier I was wearing my Pi Fi bag. So Needless to say, I love Pi Fi, uh, but I just decided I wanted to focus on how I just got slated for an exact position. And I'm so excited because I have missed being busy. Not to say (laughs) I've been completely bored all semester, but I definitely miss getting to have some authority over things, getting to make decisions, planning, Mm -hmm. um, all of the amazing things we did in student council. So Pi Fi is technically a fraternity. I believe it's the first woman's fraternity. It it doesn't make it any different than a sorority. It's just the official name. It's like Pi Beta Phi fraternity for women. Mm. So my position is director of fraternity heritage, which sounds kind of boring, but it's not. There's, There's a lot that goes into it. I'm in charge of initiation, which is a whole big spiel in and of itself but I'm in charge of formal dinners setting up um like organ not me single-handedly setting up organizing the people who are in charge of setting up um setting up both the dining room taking down the chapter room kind of just coordinating between new members it's a lot of work with the new members that's kind of how I became interested in the position because I got close with the girl who's in the position now just because she interacts with my PC or my pledge class the most out of any other exec person. 
and it's a director position so it's underneath the vp of member experience um there's a lot of different director positions but i'm excited because i'm one of two freshmen on it at all so it'll start during next calendar year so i begin in january last until next december um but last night was really fun i we did a little I can't really disclose it. It's something that no one outside of PyFest is supposed <laughs> to know, but it's a fun event that happens four times a school year. So we had one a couple weeks ago, and that was a blue theme. Everyone wears really funny blue outfits, like blue bikinis over blue shorts and shirts, and it, everyone just looks really funny and cute, whatever. So last night, our it was pink-themed, and everyone gets handed down a lineage piece, and then basically we just go around telling stories like I can't get much more into it than that but again it was pink themed and my lineage started a tradition a couple years ago where the freshman has to wear a pink Teletubby suit a skin tight (laughs) Teletubby suit that one of the girls said I think my great grand big had from some other Potify tradition um so that was interesting um I did wear that the majority of the night and I think I've probably made it onto every single person's story at some point or another. There's a lot of screenshots on my phone right now of me in the suit. Actually, my big posted on her main Instagram a photo of me and her. She's holding up the little horn. I don't even know what the, like, it would be described. Thing. Yeah, the antenna. That's probably a better word. Uh, anyways, I, I that was such a vague description of the night, but it was super fun. The girl who's in, so this again is part of my role. So I'll be facilitating it in the spring. There's two in the spring. One is like senior stories. The other one is senior scavenger hunt. Um, but yeah, so that'll be very exciting. But yesterday, the girl in my position now handed down the pink microphone or mi- not microphone megaphone to me and made a whole big spectacle. But it was very sweet. So. That's exciting. I'm just excited to, ha- again, have stuff to do. I think I'm also in charge of Heritage Day and just all these random other Pi-Fi history-related events. So it's going to be a lot of work just because there's a lot that goes into it, both in the spring and fall. Just lots of organization and com- communication with people. But it'll be really really nice to just have something important to do and hopefully that'll put me in a good position to run for a bigger exec position next year sounds so fun i know um greek life isn't huge at irvine so i've Mm -hmm. kind of been living vicariously through all of my (laughs) friends who are part of greek life so people like dory um yeah i'll remember claire from a couple episodes ago but she's involved uh oh, greek yeah. life on her campus and like a bunch of other people that go to berkeley um yeah. but yeah it's just been fun to hear all these stories and i'm so excited for your new position yeah i'm i'm very excited i hope i didn't share too much i didn't i guess i never disclosed the name of the event or anything but still <laughs> it's yeah it's it's very fun and everything about the house is really amazing I'm actually hoping to live in next semester I'm just waiting on whether my housing cancellation request was granted I also sent in a cover letter and all this stuff to the appeals board so I'm hoping I can get out of my contract but if not not the end of the world my dorm is fine it's just small that's all (laughs) um Either way, I'll get to live in the house next year, which is really good. I already spent a lot of time there. We have a study that's really great. It's 24-hour quiet hours. So that is really nice, really helpful, and a good space to go if libraries are too busy, which is pretty often here. I didn't Uh, realize that either. I go for movie nights all the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so busy. Yeah, I I go for a lot of meals, stuff like that. So that's definitely just been an overall highlight and makes college feel a lot more homey than I expected it to feel. So, yeah, that's my little PiFi update. Jackie, do you want to dive into your first joyful moment of the quarter? All right. Yeah. So I guess I'll share one of my joyful moments from this past quarter. I guess I'll start with, I guess, similar to Dory, I was kind of feeling a little bit bored and wanted to get involved with campus my mom was she kept texting me like have you like signed up for any clubs like are you getting involved and I was like feeling a little pressured but also genuinely interested in getting involved on campus especially being that this school is huge and I'm normally used to going to school with about a quarter of the amount of people 
Um, so I was just definitely trying to find a way to um, kind of dip my toe and get get involved in the UCI campus. Um, and one thing I actually found, it was in one of the many emails I get sent daily was an application to apply to be an ASUCI intern. Um, and so ASUCI is basically like student government um, here on campus. And the office that I applied directly to was SSVP, which is kind of in charge of um, student engagement and student involvement. So they're kind of involved with um, all the fun activities on campus. Um, and there are different offices that you could apply to. And I applied to only one because um, I was only really interested in, in and applying to one, and it was um, the Office of Athletic Engagement. I thought it was fitting because um, student athlete and past experience with like planning events surrounding um, sports games and things like that that we did at SI. Um, so I applied with fully intending on getting rejected, um, but I went to the interview. Uh, I talked with the commissioners, and I. I got an email the next day saying that I had been hired. Um, so it is an unpaid position, but honestly, I wasn't expecting it to be paid. But I did learn that if I'm interested in applying to be a commissioner next year, they are paid positions, which is nice to know because you get to plan events and get paid for it, which is kind of fun. Um, but I'm only an intern this year. And so far, we've had like, I want to say like four or five events. Um, our commission just recently put on our Defend the Brand event. So it's like the first home basketball game of the year. We hosted like a t-shirt giveaway, like first 500 students who um, showed up to the game, got a free t-shirt that we had a hand in designing, which is really fun. Um, we coordinated with different student performers to perform at halftime. We uh, reached out to a couple acapella groups to, and we got one acapella group to perform the national anthem at the game, which was a lot of fun. And, overall a great experience um I've met a lot of people um it has allowed me to like kind of get out of my comfort zone and meet people outside of my track team because obviously I spend a lot of time at practice um and with my teammates so it's been kind of nice to meet other people uh we interact with the different commissions at our weekly meeting which is a lot of fun um we're currently planning like a friendsgiving and a friends miss which is going to be a lot of fun um but it's just kind of bringing me back to obviously like student council days and like planning events, which has been really nice. Uh, but yeah, that's one of my joyful moments from this quarter. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Sorry, I was silent for that. I know the microphone is not picking it up, but <laughs> just in case I muted myself, literally the entire marching band is outside my building right now. Oh, I hear it a little Keep bit. Mind, yeah, a I'm now. on the set. I'm literally on the seventh floor. Both of my windows are closed, but it is so loud. And not to say I'm not all for school spirit, especially <laughs> Jackie's new position and whatever. Okay, getting off track, but they're just very loud, which is a little frustrating for recording a podcast. But so no worries. Yeah, yeah, still fun. We the reason why they're outside on a Thursday of all days is because <laughs> the big Cal versus Stanford game is on Saturday. So. All of Berkeley is getting very excited. I was just telling Jackie, I'm going to a yoga class with Pi Fi tomorrow. And the confirmation text literally said, go Bears, Stanford sucks at the end. <laughs> and it was from Equinox, the workout studio. So random. Anyways, my joyful moment. Actually, I have a different one that I was going to do second. I'm going to do this mm -hmm. one third since I just brought up yoga. Um, my... I my general category was miscellaneous for this particular <laughs> joyful moment but I put yoga at the top because that's something that has been really important to me lately obviously you guys know I used to work at a yoga studio not teaching that's the goal eventually mm -hmm. but I used to get free classes so I've been practicing yoga a lot I actually realized I started practicing when I was 16 so I don't think it's exactly three years since I started but mm -hmm. it's getting there so like sometime this winter or spring it'll be technically three years since I've really started practicing which is so exciting I can't believe I've been doing it for so long and doing it consistently that is um but again I'm getting so off track but I've started going to a yoga studio I took me a while to find one I for a while have been going to the recreational sports facility facility RSF as we call it um and just going to their free classes the yoga instructor is fine. He, I'm sure he's super well-practiced, but 
it was just kind of basic classes. It was obviously a good way to get a workout in, but it wasn't super spiritual or anything. Didn't remind me enough of the classes that I was obviously doing in a real heated yoga studio. So I, after some research, finally found a studio that really grasped my attention. It's called The Green Yogi. They have two locations. I've been going to one that is about a 15 minute walk and I'm able to walk through one of the nicer neighborhoods in Berkeley. So, I mean, it's not safe really anywhere to be walking at night, but I I do it occasionally. I did it tonight, but I called my <laughs> friend, so don't worry. But it's it's honestly a really pretty walk when it when there is daylight. Again, sorry, I'm getting so off track tonight. But anyways, it's all good. My <laughs> my trial just ended today and I'm really sad. It was a really good deal. It was three weeks unlimited for $50. Walking classes at the studio are $25. So oh I don't goodness. really understand how they came to that $50 plan, but I'm not <laughs> complaining. I was going to count before recording, but I I went three times this week. I think I went three or four times last week, probably around the same the week before. So I know I've made the most out of this deal and it's been awesome. I've been trying different styles of yoga tonight. I totally could be butchering the name, but it was called, oh, wait, I'm going to look it up. So I don't completely, it starts with a J, but I've tried a style of yoga called bhakti yoga. I've tried a more like beginner class, but it was just a way to kind of refresh my practice, fine tune some things. The instructor is pretty hands on. So he's helped with a lot of adjustments of things that I've been doing wrong, even though like I hate acknowledging when I'm doing it wrong, <laughs> but it is it is helpful. Um, So tonight it was called Diva Mukti Yoga. I don't really... I tried researching it, but sometimes they all just sound the same, but it was really cool tonight. You had a kind of wood, wooden chip almost. I, one side said um, adjustments, one said no adjustments or assistance, I think it actually said. And if you put face facing the side that said yes, assistance, she came and rubbed essential oils on your back. And it, it was, I want to say it was probably... Oh, what's the scent? I don't know. It felt super cold after a while and it felt so good and it smelled so good. Kind of like a typical essential oil scent, but it was really nice and just a really cool new way of experiencing yoga. It was pretty fast paced. Um, the poses are pronounced differently or they have different names, both in this style and bhakti yoga there was different names that I never heard before. A lot of the classes involved chanting, pretty much even the more beginner one I went to, we did some ohm chanting. So it's definitely very hippie, very spiritual, but that's exactly what I was looking for. So like, I know I'm talking so much literally about yoga, but it is very important to me. And I feel so much better now that I'm able to get back into it. Cause I definitely was worried about coming to college and losing my practice, losing my mm -hmm. flexibility, losing my strength. And I definitely don't think it's anywhere near to what it was beginning of the summer when I was working all the time and go taking all the classes, but I'm getting there. So I just talked to my mom and I think one of my Christmas gifts will be a longer uh, membership. I think I'm probably going to do one that's, I think it's 20 classes for nine months, which honestly is not a lot. It, you can't beat the unlimited three-week mm -hmm. deal. But honestly, I could probably try using a different email. Don't tell the studio I said that, but <laughs> I honestly might do that because that's such a college thing. A lot of people yeah. do core power yoga memberships. I personally, core power seems great, but it doesn't have the spiritual aspect mm -hmm. that I love about this studio. I'm also literally the youngest person that goes to the, this studio. I've seen maybe a few 20-year-olds. I guess I'm approaching 20, but I still. Know. It's a whole oh, different yeah. topic. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even get me started. Um, but yeah, just being a still teenager going, I know sometimes I definitely stand out a little bit the other day. I went to a class in like a bright pink workout set, which I usually don't do, but I was just feeling super productive, super peppy. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear a matching set, show up. Probably one of the hippiest classes I've been to is all not older women, but like middle-aged, well-practiced 
women who are doing a lot of inversions and poses that I feel like I had at one point in my life, but I haven't just because I haven't been practicing as much, mm-hmm. probably not able to accomplish them as easily as these women were. So anyways, I I was also feeling judged the whole time, even though I'm sure no one cared. I made it my goal to set that as my intention. Like, don't care what other people think. It doesn't matter. You're in a bright pink workout set. Like literally no <laughs> one cares, but I definitely was thinking about that a little bit. But yeah, I had other points to go into my miscellaneous category but yoga was the main thing and seeing as I came just came from a yoga class when we started recording it felt appropriate but literally the other two things were I'm a design member for the her campus Berkeley team which is a women's college magazine for Gen Zers it's super fun it was just something to keep me busy I really like working on Canva designs as I'm sure you've seen with our own (laughs) social media but that's been fun. I like this this past week I did a playlist post, which was so easy to make. I just had to compile some of my favorite fall songs. You can see it on the Her Campus Berkeley Instagram, which everyone should follow if you've made it this far in this in this episode. The other thing, and I literally just wrote lacrosse manager, LOL. It's a thing <laughs> that they do every year where they interview girls from Greek life and this year, I think it was like 80 of us that applied and interviewed because it's just everyone knows it's fun and it's more of a social opportunity than it is anything else. I didn't want to do it. I got convinced to do it by the guy in charge. Let's just say like when I actually interviewed, he didn't remember that happening. But um, so I did it and ended up getting it, even though I really didn't want it to begin with. But it's ended up there's 13 of us which is crazy to think about how many people applied and I feel bad because I did yeah I didn't yeah and not the nice thing is like not all of us have to go to practice everyone is kind of like okay like who wants to go tonight and it it, it, honestly it is fun but like it was mostly us just hanging out with each other and the biggest perk has been getting closer with girls from other houses and it's like we're all from one of four (laughs) houses so it's not like meeting anyone that I wouldn't interact with in other spaces like parties whatever but it's nice to get closer with them and I definitely feel like I've made more friendships outside of pi-fi through it and it's also like we get to know some of the lacrosse guys and we've done we've done little get-togethers with them and just I don't know but that that's not been the highlight the highlight has definitely been the girls I've become friends with nothing to do with actual lacrosse (laughs) And it's like, we're basically glorified water girls. So honestly, that's just something fun to have on occasional Wednesdays and Fridays. I'll show up for like an hour or two and just hang out. And then I go back. Just gives me something to do. Still sounds fun yeah. though. Yeah. Getting to interact so, with them. Exactly. No, and it's super funny. And all of them are super funny. Sometimes we like mess with the music or whatever. And we like keep like creating a list of demands for us. Like we want to get ourselves matching merch. <laughs> Anyways, it's 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 such a stupid thing, but it's fun. And like we do, I think we do more at games and obviously their season hasn't started. So there'll be more next semester. And I think we have an invite. And I don't know if that means we go with the lacrosse guy or we can invite people. It's basically like having another house <laughs> in so a way. Fun. Yeah. Balance. Balance yeah. is important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Those are my miscellaneous points. So that's so, so, think- so fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that you got back into yoga. I was literally thinking about it the other week because they've been stressing the importance of obviously protecting our bodies and preventing Mm -hmm. injury and the importance of static stretching. And I was like thinking, I actually thought about Dorian like yoga and thinking about how this summer I'm definitely going to get into it. Yes, please do. And really get started. And she's definitely going to be a resource when I start that journey. But I'm excited. I've been looking into it a little bit. But yeah, definitely want to get home and have a little bit more free time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my second joyful moment from this quarter, uh, like I mentioned, I'm on the track team here at UC Irvine. I'm a long and triple jumper. Um, and it's taken up a bunch of my time. But honestly, I've had so much fun so far that I haven't really noticed. Um Yeah, I mean, I've met a bunch of people from all over. Obviously, they're my teammates. We spend time together. It's just been fun working out and just getting ready for competition we start in i believe january is when indoor season starts so 
the roster for Indra will be announced probably in the next couple of weeks, which is nerve-wracking and exciting at the same time to see who makes it. Um, but yeah, that's just been definitely a joyful moment because obviously something I've been working for towards for a very long time. So to see it come to fruition and actually be practicing to get ready to compete has been really fun. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing too complicated there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's it's crazy to think that you have both an indoor and outdoor season because that's just so above the SI oh, track yeah. team's pay grade, I feel like. Oh yeah, I didn't really... Actually, I still don't really know what in like... <laughs> indoor is yeah difference from indoor than outdoor other than Mm -hmm. it's inside versus outside but i'm slowly learning and hopefully you'll get the hang of it yeah i'll get the hang of it for sure (laughs) but yeah nothing too complicated there just that i've been happy to to get started and and um yeah get ready to compete yay that's so exciting and i definitely can say i'm very proud to know a student athlete especially (laughs) at a school like uc irvine that it's challenging academically and I can only imagine what it's like in the athletic field so hopefully I can if you do you travel for meets I would assume we do like that's definitely a stupid question yeah we do, do you, but unfortunately we don't go anywhere NorCal I thought we'd at least go uh, to Davis no. because Davis is in our in our mm-hmm. conference but most of our meets are down here in SoCal but yeah oh I'll I mean that's keep convenient for you yeah it is we don't we won't miss me. too much class <laughs> yeah I think most oh, of that's our good our meets are like a bus right away so we'll bus like friday evening get there friday night and then compete saturday and then be home sunday night which will be nice so i won't have to miss too much class yeah that's awesome and i feel like granted that college students already have a lot of free time you won't have difficulties catching up on work like you would have in high school true yeah Yeah. and your what's your last joyful moment (laughs) So my last one is both a joyful moment and a goal because it's Mm. something I'd like to be doing more of, but I thought I would touch on the like few moments of activism I've been involved with here. Um, Back in September, there was, I think it was September 22nd is Global Climate Strike Day. It was starting by Fridays for Future. Um, And I helped make... It was actually for my soil class. Ooh. My teacher was, said he would give us EP, like extra credit points. I actually don't know what EP stands for. I should know at this point in the semester, but it's important points for our grade, essentially. So he said he would give those points for attending a rally. So I researched that there was supposed to be one on Sproul Plaza, um, and I shared that with the class, and then someone else had started an email chain and I ended up emailing him being like hey I'm really passionate about social media activism I would love to create a design or two that we could share with our classmates and he he we've we've become friends since but he said he's a very well-worded person or well-spoken person sent me such a formal email it was so (laughs) funny but and we ended up I made that. I made some story posts. I made some grid posts. And then me, him, another one of my friends from my class and two of my PIFI friends ended up showing up just to support me. Oh, and we so all made, sweet. Po- yeah, we made posters together um, in my building, which was super fun. That was probably one of the most fun parts about it, us all trying to find different slogans to use. And then I went to the strike. There was not a lot of people. It ended up being mostly organized by some sort of um socialist group (laughs) which was caught us all a little off guard but it was still like we're all working for the same cause so that was definitely interesting definitely a very Berkeley experience but (laughs) there was still a good a good enough amount of us my teacher was there he was very excited that at least a few of us showed up with the signs we made and I'd sent obviously sent out all the social media information in a toolkit that I was able to share with my class which is really cool I think I posted it on my Instagram I, I don't think it really went anywhere beyond my own Instagram but it felt nice to know I was trying and putting the effort out um and then me and one of my friends that I did the Bay Area Climate Summit with we got up and like gave a little speech. It was very impromptu, a little all over the place. I just started, I think, suggesting other resources beyond just attending this one event. So 
I'm proud of myself for that, but I also, at that point in the semester, didn't have enough to share about what resources there are on campus. So, as I was saying, that's definitely a goal of mine, is to get more involved with activism, mainly environmental activism. Um, I know this, I guess, doesn't necessarily just fall under environmental, but I really want to join the ACLU here. That is obviously not just activism, that has to do a lot to do with law and just civil rights, but that's something I definitely want to join either next semester or next fall semester. Um, and I also had joined the AS ASUC um, sustainability team. And I'm in the Slack channel. I just haven't gone to anything because I've had other commitments this sem semester, but I definitely want to do that more as well as start volunteering at some of the student farms. I'm also in a Slack channel for that. So it's just a matter of showing up. And sometimes other people to go with but I have a couple of friends who are on the surf rider club team so that's something I think I would start to I think I, I told my friend last night that I want to go at least once before the end of the semester so yeah I just really want to get more involved in environmental environmental activism here just because that was something that was really big to me in high school so I don't want to just let that be I want to definitely further my experiences there but the other thing I will just quickly include this I did get to be interviewed by Egyptian journalists for COP27 and it was we were reached out to through the U.S. State Department which was crazy we all actually I think our group chat all of the base yes team who were interested in getting interviewed I think it was like holy shit, we got an email from <laughs> the State Department. So something along those lines, because it was shocking to have an official letter from the U.S. Department of State. But that was very cool. I got a, I just took BART to downtown San Francisco, did the interview, had some stuff prepared. But I was very happy about the fact that I felt so comfortable behind the camera. That's something I've always been nervous about since I am someone interested in broadcast journalism. Like, how comfortable will I really be once there is a camera in my face? It's already hard enough having a microphone to record the podcast, but I felt super comfortable. I definitely rambled a little bit, but I think it overall went well and hopefully we'll have access to that soon because it should be airing right now during COP27. But yeah, that's so fun. That's, that was something big, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd definitely like to be more involved on campus and move away from just my base CS involvement. Obviously, having graduated out of it, I'm already in moving in that direction, but mm -hmm. I figured I would include that little snippet of base CS information in there. So yeah, okay, what's your final one? Oh, I didn't realize how like connected our point, or how similar our three like moments were. So okay, to be fair, I did mine after you, but- so I had some inspiration, but still, go ahead. So, but the way we we presented them in this episode, yeah, 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 they yeah, kind yeah, of all fall true. nicely. Um, yes, they do. So, kind of piggybacking off Dory's point on activism, um, I'm currently taking a course, uh, one of my intro poli sci courses called um, uh, Intro to Ethnic and Race Relations in the U.S. And one of the big topics throughout the course has been like voting and minority participation in voting and barriers to that um and obviously those of you who are voting eligible might have participated in the midterm um yes. election november 1st hopefully you all turn in your ballots or went to the polls um but i've definitely grew uh an interest in that and different things that inhibit minority participation like um districting and different districting laws that have been passed in several states that are discriminatory during two different race, uh, races which has been super interesting mm -hmm. um and then like out of the blue I was walking to that that class and yeah. there was like a bunch of students congregating in like our student center like in front of our student center I was like hmm, I wonder what's going on and I walk and to my surprise I see AOC like I standing cried. at the I was like this can't be happening. <laughs> like, am I, am I dreaming? Like I literally have been thinking about like, not thinking about her, but like was thinking about like 
women in power and like minority representation mm-hmm. and things like that and there she was like literally standing at a she podium. is the epitome of both of those <laughs> i know right like how fitting that she was just like right there on my way to class yeah. um and so i stopped That's and listened insane. to what i know i didn't even know what was happening like sometimes i forget like yeah. the resources that uc camp like i don't yeah. know if you remember um uh, what's his name um like I'll I'll think about it maybe at the end of this, but <laughs> okay. Um, I stopped and like listened to what she had to say, and she was basically speaking to students and encouraging them to participate mm-hmm. in the election and the importance of voting and different things that they'd be oh, voting on and things like that. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, and it was basically put on by another branch of ASUCI, mm-hmm. um, and it was their campaign to like get out and vote and like participate or encouraging students to register and participate obviously and how fitting to have her yeah. come and speak to students i was literally like oh my god this is probably the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs> i literally texted my mom and sent her a picture i'm like look who's oh here and she's god. like wow i mean but seriously yeah. no no better way to get people to vote especially left-leaning students than aoc mm-hmm. um this is just kind of a funny thing to add in but when i saw that you wrote I think before you wrote notes underneath on our guiding doc, I just saw AOC on campus. I'm like, oh my gosh. My mind associated it with SI's ASC. I'm like, oh, you joined <laughs> some sort of Asian Students Coalition. That's awesome. And then just before we recorded this, I see the go out and vote stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. No, 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 no. AOC on campus so yep anyways I just thought that was funny because this is kind of a shock to me tonight so I'm I know. so I jealous. waited to tell Dory I wanted her to see it in the in yeah the, in I the figured I know I was had, had I not known you were saving it and found out I would have been so offended that you didn't tell me but now I understand why and it made made for a better surprise yeah oh I remember who's coming to campus I forget oh, okay. when I should probably register but um Andrew Yang, do you remember? He was a Democratic candidate during the yes. 2016 election. The guy with mm-hmm. like obsession with math. So he's coming yeah. to speak oh, as a speaker awesome. for some event. Um, and I probably will go. I just need to find the yeah, totally. email with the link to register. But yeah, so many different people coming to campus. And it's been honestly crazy. Yeah, it's just, yeah, again, what you were saying that it truly being at a uc obviously strike aside Mm -hmm. it is a really great resource and hopefully we'll continue to get back into all of those other exciting events once this is settled but still um i guess speaking of aoc we can move right on to our quote of the week so we thought it was only fitting to um include a quote from AOC and the quote I found um that I decided to use was we can be whatever we have the courage to see so obviously putting our thoughts into actions and having the courage to um stand up for what we believe and things like that I thought it was fitting I don't know (laughs) my internet connection is totally unstable for the last couple minutes of this episode but Jackie and I were laughing earlier at the fact that both of us separately thought we had some sort of AOC quote or some sort of AOC post on our mm-hmm. Instagram, but apparently not. And apparently we've never used her in an episode. So of course it's only perfect that we quote her right after Jackie got to actually see her in person. Um and I wrote a little note under the quote on our doc saying, even though Democrats did not get the House, which AOC is a part of, but we still have the Senate. So there's obviously still something to be happy about in the political world. I know. Honestly, the midterms didn't bring anything too shocking. I know there's the recent announcement of Trump running for re-election, but I think at least I had had some forewarning that he was going to. That wasn't like completely news to me, but seeing it make headlines is still a little alarming because mm-hmm. then you know, oh, it's, a f- it's happening. Things could bad, but <laughs> let's not end... Let's not, not end the end episode on, on a pessimistic <laughs> point. There's so again, much fun. As, yeah, up. yeah. No, we're not going to end on that at all. I definitely think my podcast skills are a little rusty, but we've just got to get back into it. We're, right. We have hopefully more episodes coming soon. We'll start recording more regularly now that we're settled into this whole college experience. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and making it this far, even just listening to some point of the episode it's always appreciated yeah this is so much fun and i'm so glad that we got to share this with all of you because i know 
Dory and I have been kind of catching each other up like periodically through text. Yeah. But it's been nice to sit Not down enough. again. Not, Not enough. Not enough, but it's been nice yeah. to sit down again and yeah. get fully caught up. But yeah. Exactly. Cannot agree more. But yeah, we'll see you guys. We have a guest coming. Obviously, won't spoil it, but be excited. It's going to be an amazing episode. So yeah, we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye.